0: So, oh, Let's start with housekeeping. Do we have any housekeeping? No. No. Wait, no. What? We've got spice of that? Oh my gosh, you're right. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, children of all ages. No. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, and children above 18 of all ages. Yeah. Okay. Um, <laughs> keep your feet and hands inside the ride at all times. Yeah. Maybe. Hi, this is Spice It Up. I am here with my beautiful daughter Ashley Vincent. Hello. And I'm Heather Snyder. Now I feel awkward saying that because you're like, I feel awkward saying my last name. Well, it's weird. Why do they need to know our last name? I don't know. Some podcasts do. Some don't. I don't know. <laughs> so we're Vincent and Snyder, and maybe we'll, you know, yeah, we'll start going by first name. I mean, it doesn't matter. I don't have social media, so you can't. That's right. You can't Facebook stalker or Instagram stalker or. I mean, you can try to Instagram stalk me, but I'm on press. I don't Twitter, do you? Tweet? Twitter? Yeah. Tweet, Twitter, bird? I think tweet is when you send it. Yeah, I I think it's when you send it. Obviously, I don't. (laughs) Okay, so we don't have. She doesn't have tweet, and I don't have Twitter, so (laughs) we're good there. We do have a Facebook. It is Spice It Up Podcast on Facebook and Instagram, Spice It Up Podcast on Instagram. We do relationship fails or even if you want to send in relationship advice. We actually have a kind of format. I know it's crazy, but we're going to start formatting things because we've realized that... As fun as it is to be everywhere. Yeah. It doesn't flow good and... Relationships is such a broad, huge you know, our whole life is based on relationships. So we've decided maybe we should start having themes. And Ashley, take it. General. What do you want me to say? Can you say your father-in-law did? Are we doing the funny stories now? Oh we can. Or the relationship stories now. Or are you gonna leave that towards the end? Let's do it now, maybe? Because I have the games I want to do towards the end. Okay. So I, well, I do have a story that was submitted. So, <gasps> Yay! Yeah. So, I mean, it's not really that big of a story, but um, it was from my friend, Jennifer. Oh, that's awesome. She, she said that there, there wasn't really, there's not really too many fails that have happened in her relationship that she could think of. But there is one that happened when they were dating. Um, she actually worked at a Starbucks. And when she met her husband, she was working at Starbucks, but she awkwardly enough, she, she worked with her ex-boyfriend. So she actually dated her, um, like a coworker. Yeah. She dated a coworker and that didn't work out. So they broke up, but they still work together. And then that's when she met her husband. Um, and she talked about him before to her husband and so her husband came in not her husband at the time you know just her boyfriend but her boyfriend husband came in um and he was telling her that her his male her male co-worker was hitting on him and she laughed and she was like that's my ex-boyfriend and and he was like, well, that's really awkward because he was crazy hell hitting on me. I can't remember the story exactly, but I think that's, so anyway, so now um, her, she's working with her ex-boyfriend and her husband comes in and now she has to work with the, she had to work with the, oh, I can't think of the words. My mouth is not working. and <laughs> My mouth is not putting out what my brain well, is thinking. You could read her story. Oh, I don't have it anymore. But anyway, she has to work with the awkwardness of, of an ex. Of an ex like flirting with her. So is he gay then? I don't think he was he's gay but Or bi. I think that he was just very feminine. So now it's like oh, Or do, it do, do you think he awkward. does it just to make her new husband feel awkward? I don't think that's what was going on. But everybody just well, the, the, the funny thing is that everybody just assumed that he was gay because he was very feminine. And so... <laughs> She's like, and that's my ex. <laughs> yeah, so that's awkward. <laughs> that is awkward. I actually dated a couple people who, I don't want to say turned gay, but, like, they're gay now. <laughs> or, they're just gay. Mm-hmm. And so I dated this one. I can't even say that I dated them because it was, like, elementary school. Oh my gosh, your boyfriend-girlfriend! <laughs> And he's he's gay. Mm-hmm. And then I had a crush on this guy in high school. Um, and he says that he had a crush on me back, but he he's too gay. So I didn't turn them gay. They just <laughs> they just needed things to figure out. Right? Okay. <laughs> they just need to figure things out because I didn't turn them gay. I like that. Make sure so everybody knows Ashley did not turn them gay. Okay. <laughs> they decided that on their own after a while, after knowing Ashley. You got it. I mean, it makes sense now, though. I'm like, oh, that explains so much. Okay, so my relationship confession. This happened, in, it was the Dirty Dash, and it's up over by Heber in Soldier Hollow. They make this huge course. You don't have to run it. There's no way I was going to run it. And they, they dig these giant pits, and they fill them up with water for like fire hydrants. Okay, so it's freezing cold water, and you've got to climb these hills that they stack up with dirt, and so now it's mud, and it's called Dirty Dash for a reason. Well, right before you start it, you see the showers. Now, the showers are from the same water that they filled the pits of mud now with, so it's freezing. Well, you can pay $3 and get a hot shower. You know, and I'm like, I want a hot shower. So your dad and I go up to the booth to pay for a hot shower. We're standing there side by side, and your dad's filling out the paperwork. Well, they have the the wristband for me, you know, so only the people with wristbands can have a hot shower. Well, your dad, you know, they're like, and they looked at me, but, you know, they were asking to make sure that I'm, you know, who he's paying for, and my office manager is standing next to me. He, he looks around, they're like, okay, so who's the person that um, the wristband's for? Your dad literally does this. Looks around, looks for left, looks to the right, turned in a circle. I'm standing right next to him, and I'm glaring up at him. I didn't say a word, and I'm all just glaring at him, just staring at him. And he looks at the person, and he goes, I don't know where she went. She was standing right here. She was just here. And I'm looking up at him, and Wait, I go... was he doing that on purpose? No, no, oh, no. He, he couldn't find me. And so when he said, I don't know where she is. She was right here. I looked up at him, and I go, she still is. He blushed. got And he goes, oh, yeah, I forgot how short you are. I didn't look down.
1: My office <laughs> manager
0: is laughing. I'm glaring, at everybody in the tent that were, I was supposed to get my wristband is all laughing. And I'm just sitting... I'm just glaring at your dad, and I thrust my arm out for them to put it on. I didn't even look at him. That's funny. Yeah, standing right next to him. Oh, yeah, he he lost me, couldn't find me. Well, Dylan's a whole foot taller than me, so he always hugs me, and he goes, Oh, my gosh, I forget how small you are. (laughs) (laughs) Like, my face comes to his chest. Right? I know. (laughs) I, I, I think I shrunk in it because I used to be able to fit right underneath your dad's chin. And it was perfect. But now I don't. I hit his chest. And so he's like, you're shrinking. I go, actually, I think it's your belly got bigger. So now I have to curve over it. <laughs> <laughs> so he, he hasn't said anything about my shortness since then. So that's your dad's uh, relationship fail. Now here's mine. Same dirty dash. And my friend has a blanket. Now, dad followed me with the camera and took pictures along the route with the boys. Well, my friend brought blankets. And so we'd stand at the back of her uh, car, it's a hatchback, and would hold blankets up so so you can change. Okay. I did not know this. And they don't believe it's an actual excuse. But when I was the last person to change and I'm... You know how you, you know, you pull your shirt down, but you don't pull it all the way down and it is just kind of rocked up. I, I figured as long as the girls are covered, it didn't matter. I go, Okay, I'm decent, and my friend she uh puts the blanket down, she goes, Oh no, I'm no you're not, I just got flashed. I thought I had pulled my shirt all the way down and I hadn't. And I totally flashed her. Wait, how did you not know that? They were numb. They were so cold and so numb, I couldn't feel them. So when I pulled my shirt down, I didn't realize I had gotten stuff on my boobs because the sides were down. I just didn't realize the top wasn't. You didn't like look down. And... I did. I saw shirt, and it's because it came down to here, and then it just sort of. I thought okay. they were... <laughs> I know that. That's what my friend said. You. How do you not know they're not covered? I'm Like they were numb. My boobs were numb. I had no idea. So, but I thought it was just one. I thought I flashed it with one, you know, and your dad's like, Heather, I'm like, I'm sorry, they're numb, I didn't know, I didn't know, so of course, on Monday, they have to tell the the entire office, and it wasn't just one, I flashed her with both, she goes, well, they were perky, I said, yeah, they were freezing and numb, of course they were perky, yeah, yeah, that that was, like even being them, I don't, (laughs) I know, nobody does, I'm like, but I swear, I look down, I think because I was in a hurry, because I kept going, my arms are tired, hurry up, hurry up, I just didn't roll, yeah, so, um, I will never, never live that down, never, (laughs) yeah, the, the story with Dylan's dad is one that I still am set with him about, (laughs) oh, what's that, Dylan dated a girl in high school, like, before me mm-hmm. well kind of in between because we were dating and then we weren't and then we were dating again so in between that time that we weren't dating he dated somebody else was he serious dating her uh yeah I mean they dated for a year oh so but then he broke up with her to come back to me so you know, like I win <laughs> <laughs> hello <laughs> um so anyway he called me her name and I was like excuse you and I'm still salty about it because <laughs> I'm like, <laughs> you know who I am. we've been together at that point that him and her were like not dating for like almost two years. And he called me that. Like, why? I, 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 I actually very much understand that. He got me flowers. So I was living with them. And I came home from work and there was flowers on the counter and it noticed that I'm <laughs> sorry. <laughs> okay, so um when your dad and I dated. I was trying really hard not to like him. Really hard not to like him. Well, there was another girl there that really started hitting um we were at some oh, yeah. party. I've heard this story. Before. Yeah. Yeah. And we were at some party and she was all over your dad and I was so mad. Jealous. I didn't know why. Yeah, I was and I didn't <laughs> like and I'm sitting here going, I don't know why I'm jealous. I don't like him. He's cute and everything. No, I don't oh she can have him. anyway, I was fighting with myself. And she was a snot to me because he hung around me a lot. You know, because he liked me and I knew it. and I'm like, he likes me. Well, I'm all I'm gonna sing church songs because that always calms me down. And then me and my friend started doing harmonizing. You know, so here we are at a park at 10 o'clock at night. We're singing church songs. I know we were, well, such rebels. And she comes over as we're singing and she goes, Oh, you're not one of those, are you? And I looked at her and I go, What, what? You're a Molly Mormon. I said, I am, and I'm proud of it. She's like, Ugh. And she walked away. I'm all. Well, that just got me angry again. So then me and my friend were like, fine, whatever. So, you know, we decided to do cartwheels because that's what you do at 10 o'clock at night when you're mad, right? You do cartwheels in a park. So we started doing cartwheels. Well, then we started doing running cartwheels. Well, I had um, started running and I jumped to do my cartwheel. And just as I landed on my hands to do my cartwheel, my friend came out of the trees and scared me. And... I ended up breaking my arm. <laughs> yeah. Yep. So now we have a car going to the party and a car taking me to the emergency room. And your dad was all what do we do? What do I do? And Isla's like, We want weight in our car. And I'm holding my arm and I looked at him, and I'm not a nice person when I'm hurt. I get angry. And I looked at I looked at him and I said, go with her. They want. Me. And so I sat in the front car with the car taking me to the ER. And he he looked between me and Isla like, what do I do? What do I do? He got in the seat behind me. Yeah. And then they got me to the ER and I wouldn't let them check me in because uh, my parents didn't have health insurance. And so this was Friday night and I had to go until Monday with a broken arm. Oh, it was so much fun, but I'm all, oh, maybe I like him. (laughs) But every time we would have, I'd get pregnant and we're talking about names. I "I have a girl name. Oh, no. Yeah. Okay, so we've been married for 26 (laughs) years and I'm still salty about it. I'm all, you will not bring up that name. And I even remember the basketball team she likes, so I can't stand the basketball team. Yeah. Yep. No trailblazers playing in my uh, house. Nope. So, yeah, I I get the uh, whole... Being salty about another girl. Well, uh, so there was a point in time when me and Dylan were very young, and mm-hmm. we did stupid things to each other. It's just, you know, we were dumb teenagers. Right. So he ended up having a relationship with another girl at his job at the same time I was living with him and his dad. Oh, dear. Yeah. And I'm still extremely, like, salty about it. And, like, I... Even though we've been married, I I know he's not gonna listen to this, so it's fine. (laughs) Even though we're married, um, and you know, with two kids, I still feel the urge to check his phone. Even though I know that nothing's happening, and we were teenagers at that point, it was literally like, and there's no red flags going up. He was probably like 19 when it happened. Like Mm -hmm. it was a long time ago. Yeah, and there's no reason for me to was to think that anything is going on, but I still like. Sometimes I'll see his phone sitting there and I'm like, why do, why do I want to check it? It's stupid. I know I'd never do because I trust him. I know, I mm-hmm. know nothing's happening, but anyway, he had a relationship with a coworker um, for probably like six or seven months, which, which is what led me to go to Arizona for six months. Oh, that's why. Because um, we ended up breaking up over it Mm-hmm. and I needed to just get away Mm-hmm. Um, and figure out if, He was really what I wanted, which obviously I came back and we're married with two kids now, so it worked out. Right. But um, I'm still extremely, like, hurt over it, and he ended up taking her to Texas Roadhouse when I was at work. We lived together, so I was at work, and I was working a night shift, and he took her out on a date down the street from where I worked. (laughs) I still will not go to Texas Roadhouse, like, because I know that they... They held hands and kissed and enjoyed dinner together there. Mm. <laughs> I'm with you. I wouldn't go back to the same restaurant either because that memory will be there. I'm like, I'm not going to go to a restaurant that you had another girl at and mm-hmm. remind you of that time. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I still, every time we drive past it, I still think about it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's yep. fun. Oh, hey, I'm totally with you on that one. Next time we drive by, we'll just throw peanuts at it. because remember when they used to let you eat peanuts. Don't I think, peanut shell. Don't think still so, do? I think it's a health house because I don't think they're letting like, you know that bucket where you put your peanut shells in. Oh. No. Do you think anybody follows that rule? Probably not. <laughs> we'll just throw not peanut in. Yeah, I've never actually been to Texas Roadhouse and I never will because of that. Right? That I you know what? I don't blame you. Okay, moving on. I have my topic. Do you have a, your topic to talk about? Well let's let's see how long we get through these. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, when I was thinking of what topic we should do, I'm eating, sorry. I came across this paper and I actually shared it with some of my friends and it helped me out in a time that I was struggling. It's called uh, 10 Things to Remember When You're Feeling Stuck in Life. And so, and I thought, okay, here's my topic because when you're stuck in life and what, regardless of what it is, these, all of these, are okay we'll go through them you'll you'll get where the relationship comes into it you'll get it you'll get it okay so one feeling stuck is a sign that it's time to make a change changes can shake up your pattern create new energy and change your outlook on life if you feel stuck then simply this simply means that something isn't working for you anymore whether this is your job your relationship your house maybe your circle of friends or your hobbies If you are not excited about them anymore, it's probably time to finally do something to change it. I know what that feels like. The next time, don't wait until you feel completely stuck in life to make that big step forward. I seriously feel like when you feel stuck in life, that's your, you know, your subconscious because saying, look, it's time to move on. There's something better. There's something more you should be doing with your life. This isn't it. You're, you're meant for something better. And I really think that's us trying to tell ourselves, look, you got to go, you you know, you're, you're at level right here and you need to be level right here. So it's time to make that change. And it's hard. I can honestly say some of us get stuck for a couple years or more before we finally figure out what in the world is bothering us. Okay. Even the tiniest possible step is progress. So if you don't want to do that big leap where your body's saying, hey, you're stuck in life and you're like, oh, and you're scared to make that big, do baby steps. I can't remember what that um, show is with, and I can't even remember the actor, but it's not Groundhog Day, but baby steps, baby steps, baby steps. And Oh, it's What About Bob? Yes. What About Bob? Yes. And that book, Baby Steps, you know? just do baby steps do baby steps i always think about you may think that there is nothing substantial you can do but you don't need to small things become big things focus on small steps they are wonderful events on their own so enjoy them start right now make a list of tiny ways you can get closer to your goal then pick one and take it as soon as possible so i think for people that are scared. I mean, me, I, I, I jump in head first into just about everything I do. And then I think later, oh, I should have had a plan or a list or something. So if your uh, change gives you anxiety and you have a hard time changing and start making a list, you know, do that list. Then three, you don't have to have it all figured out to move forward. Okay. Anybody else mind go, Poof. wait, what? The The thing with feeling stuck is that sometimes you don't know what you need to do to get unstuck or what you want from life in general. But this numbness and emptiness that you're uh, feeling, and this is temporary, should not stop you from making a change. Even if you don't see the end result and don't know where it is exactly that you're going, it is crucial to just start moving. And I know a lot of people are, well, is this what I should do? What if I make the wrong decision? What if I do the wrong choice? What if I go backwards? Well, what if, what if, what if isn't going to get you anywhere? You've got to do something or you're just going to stay in that limbo state. Do something. And literally, I call them gut checks. Do a freaking gut check. And usually the first thing that pops in your mind, the one that you can't get rid of, the one that keeps coming up, all the time. And the one you keep pushing aside is probably the step you need to take. It's listening to ourselves. I think we have a hard time listening to ourselves because then we think and doubt and we start going down that spiral like, no, that can't be right. That can't be right. Why am I thinking stupid things? But yet, that's exactly what we need to be doing. Mm-hmm. It's the confidence to know that we know what's best for ourselves. And then <clears throat> I just said it. nothing changes if nothing changes. Unpleasant truth. Ding, 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 ding. If you are sitting around and waiting for something better or someone to come into your life and suddenly change it for the better, you're not going to get very far. You are the only one who can really make a difference. So, start back. so a new beginning can feel like an ending. And this one hit home. Now, you may not actually see opportunities that are coming your way, honestly, If you're emotional, like I am, and a lot of bright brainness here, those endings that make you sad and disappointed should be seen as a new beginning. This is a new chapter in your life. This is your chance to change your life. So, you know, if you feel like stuck in a job, well, I don't want to leave. I have so many friends. Those same people aren't going to go anywhere. They're still going to be your friends. If they're your friends now, they're going to be your friends sooner, sooner when you (laughs) yeah. In a different environment, <laughs> exactly and so it's a new chapter you don't want to stay in your old chapter it's not fulfilling it's not fulfilling you so you don't need to stay there beautiful things happen this is number 6 when you clear your life of all negativity that one i should star heart put smiley faces Cut out. Cut it out and frame it and put it on your wall. Exactly. Exactly. Negativity often comes hand in hand with feeling stuck. So, your number one priority is removing toxicity from your life. And you can start with surrounding yourself with positive people and getting rid of the negative ones. I think I call them the Eeyore friends. You know, that. Yep. Oh, yep. Yeah, yeah. I mean, even when something's going good. Oh, I'm probably gonna break my leg or repo my car, or yeah. it won't last that long anyway. It's happened before, and this always happens. I can't get excited when good things happen. Okay, so get rid of the EORs. You know, I mean, I, there, there's this quote if you're looking for negativity, all you'll see is negativity. Mm-hmm. You know, or if you're negative, that's all you're gonna notice is negativity. Focus on the positive. You and I both know how hard it is when you are surrounded by toxic people and negativity. It is so hard to think positively because as soon as you start doing that, you're told you're doing something wrong. And Well, yeah, it's night and day from, what, a year and a half ago, how I was feeling and just like how just even day-to-day life was for me. Mm-hmm. It's so different now, so much more bright. And there's a positiveness in each day. Yeah. Yeah, and you quickly learn and you can, when people enter your life for whatever reason, you, you quickly go, yeah, no, nope, 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 because within 10 minutes, everything's wrong and everything's horrible and their life is blah, 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 and you go, oh, I'm so sorry, I've got to go, and you kind of turn your back and you run very quickly. It's good to meet you. <laughs> uh-huh. Let's get together. Oh, I can't. I'm sorry. You don't have, don't feel obligated to stay in any relationship, whether it's friends, family, a spouse. If they're negative, they're bringing you down. You feel awful. You feel stuck. Look at the positive, find the positive in your life. There are um, insight timers a meditation that I have. Uh, It's a free app. And Oh my gosh, you want to start working on positivity and I know, I I used to think meditating was incense and a mat on the floor and you're crossing your legs, you have your fingers up like this and you're going, oh, I really thought that was meditating. That's not meditating. Okay, believe what your heart tells you, not what others say. So it goes right back to, I know we're in our own heads and we're doubting ourselves, but if you have other people, they think you should know what's obvious and duh and you have to ask yourself, are you living someone else's life? Are other people influencing your every decision? Here's the number one thing it's your life. It is your life. I don't like confrontation. I run away from confrontation. I never grew up and I was never taught to be confrontational. That's not me. I want everybody to be happy. And so it took me a long time to go, wait, no. 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 You don't get to say that to me. You don't get to push that on me. No. Here's my boundary. This is my life. This is what I'm doing. You can agree. You can disagree. I don't care. I think that I've learned that it's okay to say no and don't be scared about if you're hurting someone's feelings because you are the most important thing. Right. And it's okay to be selfish. It really is. Right. Like people are probably going to call you selfish and rude. Who cares? It's your life. You need to do what you need to do. Yes, exactly. That's the thing. And it says, um, here is, here's some ideas of what you can do. Have fun and experiment, discover what it is that you like and care about. If you're like, well, I don't know. Okay. You need to figure out who you are too. How, how do you have a relationship in chaos? Spend time with yourself. Being alone is not a bad thing. If you've never been alone and you're worried about being alone, have fun with it. Find out who you are, where you want to be in life, what you want to do with your life. Invest in your self-awareness. Question your beliefs. Take a step back and think about the bigger, bigger picture. Okay, here's one that everybody can use. I don't know somebody who can't use this one. Number eight, stop overthinking. We are in our heads so much and doubting ourselves. What happens, happens. Relax. You cannot control everything. So you need to learn to just let some things go. You may be feeling stuck because you're always in your own head, worrying and obsessing. So stop it right now. Get out of your own heads. I, like my tat, I have a tattoo on my wrist that I look at all the time, and it says "Can't change it." So I can't change it. Am I gonna obsess and be worried about it, or am I going to let it go, be happy, be positive, continue my life the best way I can? If I can't change it, accept it and move on. I have a friend who's always like, "Why are you so positive all the time? Like you should be like really angry about whatever situation." I'm just like, "Cause I can't do anything about it, mm-hmm. so I'm just gonna." You know, (laughs) yeah, doing what I got to do and not dwell on it. Exactly. You can't change other people and their minds and their situation and their thinking. If you cannot physically change it, don't worry about it and say, okay, am I going to obsess and worry and still be negative and down about it? Or am I going to move on and be positive? Are you still going to be angry and upset and hurt about the situation? Of course you are. Of course you are. But you're choosing to be more positive and not dwell in that negativity. You know, to get out of it. Number 10? Nine. If it's meant to be, it will happen at the right time, at the right place, for the right reason. Even though you are the one who is responsible for making a change in your life, stay open-minded about how to do it. If you're sticking to a specific way and you're failing... It just might be because it wasn't meant for you. Try something else. Accept that things happen in a different order than the one you've got. How many times does life go to our plans? Oh, like never. I mean, life is always throwing stuff out at us and holy crap. Okay, 10, your best is yet to come. Ladies and gentlemen and older children, Do not look back. Once you made that change, once you start moving right direction, wrong direction, backwards, forwards, sideways, up, down, who cares? You are moving. You're getting out of that quagmire you put yourself in. Don't look back. You're not going, you're not going to go. You're not going that way. You're not going backwards. Keep moving. Keep moving forward. You know, and here this is where I say, I don't care if you're moving forward, if you're moving sideways, up or down, you know, just move. Good things can happen and are going to happen. And I know I, I read this at a time where almost every single one of these hit me. And the number six, beautiful things happen when you clear your life of all the negativity. I'm not making light. It's hard. It's hard and finding out that the people that you are closest to and love the most are the ones that are the most toxic and the ones that you have to cut out of your life is not easy. But boy, will your life be better and will it change so much better? Once you put yourself in that positive, wonderful place, it is so much easier to find somebody and find people who are the same, who are trying to be happy and positive, you know, just because it's family it doesn't mean that you are, there's like a requirement that you need. There's no rule that says that their family, they need to be there. Exactly. Like- exactly. And you, you don't get to go anywhere in life when you're stuck. You just stay in the same bleh. So let's get out of the bleh. I sound like I'm throwing up. And, you know, m- make a better life. It doesn't, it won't all come at once. I mean, you know, that, that whole cliche things happen for a reason and you just want to throw something at somebody and chuck stuff at them and say, shut up. But if you if you keep that open mind and when something comes along and you listen, listen to that gut instinct, do that gut check. Why do I feel like I need to do that? Well, what's the worst that can happen? Go follow that gut instinct. Do what your body's telling you. Don't start questioning and doubting yourself. Do it. Amazing things will happen. Okay. So that's my... There's my topic. There's my 10 thing. I, I've obviously astonished Ashley. She's been very quiet. She's... Her mind is blown. I was just listening, seeing how I... So that's it. I was just listening. She was absorbing. Yeah. I'm doing a lot of head nodding, but you can't see that. I, that's like... I'm a green. She is. She is. <laughs> I want you all to see my beautiful white teeth because, as a podcaster, you need to have white teeth because so many people look at your, you know, <laughs> you and your mouth. Yes. Bright smiles works. Get it off of Amazon. It turns your mouth black as you're doing it with charcoal. But my teeth are gleaming. They're just bouncing off of the. Now I have no more concerns about people looking at my Teeth Lie podcast. See? It is, huh? In the nasty toilet of. I tried to mute people that and say no because I don't want to clean anybody's toilet. Chris Pine. Isn't that so funny that I would get that? That what? is. Chris Pine for fifteen minutes alone couple time? I already no. I wouldn't <laughs> clean anybody's <laughs> toilet for fifteen minutes. I like to be by myself. So <laughs> <laughs> You're like, yeah, nope. Okay, let's see who I get. I have No, if it said like I would have to clean Chris Pine's dirty toilet for fifteen minutes of me time. Oh, forget the couple snuggle time. You, you know, I just want to go take a bath alone. <laughs> Without an audience. <laughs> okay, mine says to so clean the baseboards of Madonna for two minutes alone with your hot tea, your coffee, or some kind of drink. Uh for two minutes, no. No, no. Two yeah. Two no. No. Sorry, Madonna, your baseboards are you just going to have to stay discuss two hours of alone time. time. Non interrupted. Yeah. yeah. Celebrities want very little for all that hard work, <laughs> right? Cleaning all the windows of. Nicholas Cage, Border of Skulls and Shrunken Heads. Border of Skulls and Shrunken Heads. He's an actor. He hoards skulls we'll and shrunken Well, I know who Nicholas Cage is. <gasps> you do? <laughs> Everybody knows who Nicholas Cage is. Well, I know, but you say you never know anybody. Okay. Cleaning the windows of Nicholas Cage for 20 minutes of sleep. Ooh. How many windows does he have? <laughs> no clue. Um, if he has the amount of windows that we have in our house, which is four, <laughs> <laughs> then yes, yes, I'm sure Nicholas Cage is living a getting... 20 minute nap. <laughs> for Nicholas Cage's. Two bedroom apartment. <laughs> right. Oh, wait, no windows. It <laughs> had to be realistic. Okay. Realistically, that would not happen. I would not meet Nicholas Cage and he would not ask. It. And you wouldn't get 20 minutes of a nap no, uninterrupted. Right. I mean, who's going to watch my kids while I clean the windows? Right. Exactly. Oh, see, even Remy agrees. Remove hair from a clogged drain. Ooh, never. Oh. I don't care what the reward is, that is not happening. Uh, Miley Cyrus. Ooh. Well, I mean, four. I do have some good rewards in here. One hour snuggle time with my husband. I think I'm selfish because I'm like, screw the snuggle time, like. I... <laughs> <laughs> um. I I I love my husband, but I'm not gonna remove clogged hair from a drain for. Yeah. Wow. We're stingy. <laughs> yeah. No. No. Not doing it. <laughs> Four windows. Wash the walls of... Is it just famous, people in here? No. Donald Trump. (laughs) Or, I guess that means I can get to go to the White House. For 10 minutes relaxing in your happy place. No, not 10 minutes. See, these are just too short. Like, if he was going to pay to, like, fly me to an island, then, yeah, I'll wash your walls, Donald Trump. Oh, I'm sure Donald Trump, uh... His, Many. Staff yeah, his staff to islands for washing uh, the sure White House his, walls. I'm sure it's staff. Clean out the fridge of Ted Bundy's Ooh. Ooh. Serial <laughs> 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 killer. Um, yeah. Uh-huh. Right. Huh. For one day child free. I mean, he probably stole your children. <laughs> <laughs> They're probably in the fridge! <laughs> oh, no. Oh, terrible. Terrible. oh! I don't remember him keeping any people or body parts in No, fringes. but I would not let Ted Buddy be responsible with my kids. Too. Well, I mean, I no It does. doesn't say he's the one watching your children. But why think think. are you cleaning out a fridge, then? Because like, he's on campus stalking another woman. <laughs> no, I mean, <laughs> I mean, he obviously went to you, hey, you clean my fridge, I'll give you this amount of time. Maybe, he's, he, maybe he went to a cleaning place, you know, like Mary Maids and said, hey, I need someone to clean my fridge. Oh, bridge. So, so you're actually kid-free. Is that what that says? Yeah, one day child-free. Okay, so you're actually child-free because you're cleaning his oh, fridge. Yeah. See that? No, 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 no. That doesn't count. It's after you clean his fridge. Well, then who's, Dylan is at. staying home. He He's taking his so sabbatical. So Dylan says, Go clean Ted Bundy's fridge. And I'll give you a day. Without you. No, no, you go. I'm cleaning Ted Bundy's fridge. I get a day, child free. Here's your sabbatical. I'm out of here. And he says, like, "Don't go to Ted Bundy. <laughs> <laughs> That's a bad idea. <laughs> bad, bad. Don't look at any garbage cans or any. Just a fridge. For your friends? <laughs> Preferably a male because he likes the female. <laughs> That's true. That's true. But he likes them alone. He doesn't do. He only. I don't think he did, like, two females together. Yeah. I haven't watched the documentary. No. I haven't either, but that sounded a lot worse than what I was thinking. Um, here. <laughs> your turn! <laughs> the chores you don't want to do. Why do I give happy chores? Brad Pitt. You know who that is? Yeah, I know. Okay. See, I try to do people like yeah. Two days worth of your spouse's pay? heck, yeah. I'll clean your bathroom, Brad, Brad Pitt, for... Two days worth of Dylan's pay. Bomb bomb, we found <laughs> we found out what Ashley will do. Easy peasy I mean, yeah, sure. We clean well, all of his bathrooms. Probably all, like four. Probably four <laughs> and they're all the size of your apartment. <laughs> yeah, I'll do it. Yeah, it's fine. I mean, how dirty can a bath I mean, he's probably it's I, it's a famous person. They're probably not at their house very often. So how dirty can Do you really mm-hmm. wanna know? No, I don't. Yeah. But i I mean, I'll do it for Dylan's Two days of Dylan's pay. That's like, I mean, I don't know how much he makes, but that's a that's a good amount of money. It's more than you're making. I mean, it's okay. Hold on, I'm gonna get a rough estimate. (laughs) She's she's really curious. Brad Pitt, how many bathrooms do you have in the meantime, so we know exactly what we're talking about? Okay, um, so let's say that Dylan works. I mean, he never gets home when he's supposed to. So let's say he works ten hours times. I don't know how much he makes. $25 $25 an hour? Um, That's $500. She'll do it. <laughs> Brad Pitt, hit me up. He needs someone to clean your bathrooms. I got you. Is that you. $500 a day? 10 hours at $25 an no, it's hour? $250. So two days of Dylan's pay would be $500. No, that does What do you mean? $25 an hour for 10 hours? That's sounds 250 cool. Times two? That sounds like it would be more than that to me. How? I don't know. My math is... I just used a calculator. 25 times 10. You just add a zero to the 25. That's 250. Oh, yeah. Times 2 is 500. This is why I took science over math classes to graduate. Just saying. <laughs> okay! Your turn. Let's see. Let's... What did you get? Scrubbing the nasty oven of... Uh, <laughs> ovens can be pretty bad. An all-boys school... Ooh it's gonna be really bad. I'm glad I didn't get your bathroom. <laughs> For 90 minutes in a mountain lodge. i us scrub an oven. For an hour and a half in a lodge. Yeah. All by myself. Mind us. Yeah. <laughs> I would do it. Yeah. Okay. Your turn. Okay. Spring-cleaning the house. Ooh, I don't even spring-clean my own house. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Vlad the Impaler. Oh. Nope, Vlad, the impaler. Dracula. Yeah. He's the character Dracula is based on. Okay. Well, do I don't wanna die. And he lived in a castle, by the way. Ooh, definitely not. Five hours on the beach, definitely not. I mean I love the beach, but See, and that's alone. That's alone. Yeah, but how many hours does it take to get to the beach? He flies you there, it's all good. Um so Seriously? No. <laughs> I'm gonna say no, but just because of the castle. If he lived yeah. in a two bedroom apartment <laughs> Uh Uh-huh. If you lived in my house, then yeah, sure. Five hours of, well, how about a day at the beach? Yeah. It'll probably take me five hours to spring clean. And double that at least to recover. Yeah. (laughs) Sorry, Vlad. No spring cleaning for you. Spring clean your own house. I wonder if spring cleaning means you've got to get all of the heads off of the wooden stakes that go up to his house. He's busy sleeping. He doesn't have time to clean. (laughs) Changing all the diapers for new twins... (laughs) Uh, I like how I didn't put for how long I'm doing that. So I'm changing the diapers for new twins of Johnny Depp. Johnny Depp, I don't know if you know this, you now have twins. For one day of sleeping in. I would just because it's Johnny Depp. (laughs) (laughs) Hey. Hey, Johnny. Hey. Can I change your twins' bums? Like, I'll do it for free. (laughs) <laughs> I don't even, I don't even have to sleep in the next day. <laughs> i just come over and change your kids' butts. It's cool. <laughs> okay. You want to finish it? How many do we have? Two? Oh, let's finish it. Okay. All right. Let's organize the garage of the UK royal family. Do they have garages? Oh, sure. Oh, they have to. They really have a shiz ton of cars, but it's already clean. They don't use the garages for anything but cars. the sweeping though yeah organize the garage of the uk royal family for two hours alone reading a book heck no i thought you said you'd do almost anything for a long time well but they probably have like six garages full of lamborghinis and i have to sweep that and not to mention the carriages drawn by horses and they probably want me to clean their freaking cars oh yeah detailed so not for two hours i mean i love i love a good book But I mean, I would probably pick a lot of things over reading a book, though. Sorry, UK royal family. (laughs) I like reading, but I don't. Harry and his new wife and Megan. Megan, yes. Harry, Megan, Charlie. I wonder if she does. Is she? Is is she just done acting now because she's a royal? Because now she's got an image to uphold. She definitely dresses differently. Oh yeah, she she dresses like Kate Middleton now. She she dresses boring. She dresses like a box. She looks like a boring box. I think with all the scrutiny, she can't wear anything that would create talk. I, if I was part of the royal family, I'm gonna, like, talk about me. I'm wearing my fluorescent pink and <laughs> black heels, baby. I'm going to wear my tank top with my Blue leather shorts. pants and my butt. <laughs> I mean, she was still a little classy. Yeah, she was. She just, you know. No 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 Daisy Dukes. Okay. <laughs> oh, ew. I was hoping you'd get this one. Trim the nose hairs. Uh, Tim Allen. <laughs> this is not looking good. <laughs> or uh, watching a sunset with my bestie. I don't think I can handle boogery noses. No. no. Yeah. I. I, I don't know I don't even. I wouldn't even do your dad's <laughs> noses and things that come out of noses are disgusting. I. I can't do it. I can't. I can't. So. So there's no more prizes. So do I get to choose what? No, I No. There's one do? more prize. All the ironing. I don't. even all the ironing of your in-laws. There's a lot of them. That's <laughs> right. You've got three sets of in-laws. Or 5 five-minute massage. No. <laughs> Charlie's got six little kids living in his house. I Ooh. am not ironing. Well, I guess five now. Five, and they're not all little. But anyway, he's got five he's, kids living in his house. No. 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 I mean, probably Mary I mean, I do Marianne's maybe not for that, but. Because it's just her and her boyfriend, so it would be easy. Yeah. <laughs> and they have all polyester stuff that doesn't need to be ironed anyway, right? What are you talking about, polyester? I was thinking of a fabric you don't have to iron. Oh, okay. <laughs> you're like, wait <laughs> a second. That one over mine. <laughs> I'm like, what do you know about Marianne that I don't know? Our favorite thread is polyester? What? <laughs> Marianne, if you're listening, can you tell us what your favorite fabric is? You don't have to iron anymore. Okay, we're gonna save the, here's your sign. Okay, I am really excited about this one. This is my, <laughs> this is a trivia game, but it's a toy trivia oh, I forgot game. That yes, so this is um, those adult toys, okay? Actually, multiple choice. Vibrators came out in a- the eighteen hundreds, eighteen fifties, nineteen hundreds, or 19- oh. 1900s. Oh, really? The first vibrator. Well, according to this, I think actually the first vibrator came out in like eighteen thirty. Yeah. So I, I was watching this thing that said that they came out like in the 1800s. Yeah, I think they did. Um, because it's supposed to, it was supposed to calm like, troubled women down. That was like the doctor's medical advice. Well, there go, that's question number two. Do you know what that like, calm them down? Do you remember what they called it? I don't. Um, Hysteria. Yeah, yeah. So when they were like, angry or upset or whatever they <laughs> it wasn't even sexual it was just like you no to... <laughs> it, but it, at the time in order to have it done you had to go to a doctor's office and yeah. they did it yeah and yeah. the four vibrators they did it with their hand they're just like here <laughs> i don't know why this will calm you down don't know why you know how many women are probably going i need it in 1920 what big retail store came out with something they called The household stimulator in their catalog. Sears? Yes, ma'am. I just know catalog. You know, Sears Mm -hmm. had the biggest catalog. Yep. So that year, in 1920, Sears sold more household stimulators than what major electronic appliances? There's two. And you're not going to tell me what what, what they were? I don't know. The blender? No. Um, They're common. Very common. Most people get them at when they get married blender toaster toasters one vacuum yes vacuum is the other one okay <laughs> in 1930 household stimulators were pulled from the shelves because they were used in what in 1930 something came out that made the household stimulator dirty dirty well people thought of them as bad dirty oh dirty naughty! Yep. you shouldn't own this. yes yes something came out mm-hmm. like a movie a, a song a movie a tv show <laughs> um oh play playboy porn yep oh yep um in see is they thought if porno is dirty then sex toys must be dirty too so in 1930 porno came out with that Household stimulators were pulled from the shelves in 1930s and until the late 1970s. And then it says here, that was the real Great Depression. (laughs) They came back on the scene in the 1970s. So from 1930 to 1970, they were thought of as bad and uh, naughty and good girls don't have them. You know, things like that. According to recent studies, what percentage of American women over the age of 18 own a vibrator? After the 70s? Recent studies. Wait, wait. Start over. <laughs> According to recent studies, what percentage oh, okay. of American women over the age of 18 own a vibrator? Uh, it's got to be high. 75? Really? 90? 85? We go. Hmm. Yep. I was going to say 85 at first, but I was like, I don't know, maybe I'll go a wallet. <laughs> <laughs> 85, the majority of the population. Let's see. Moving on to the health benefits of having a toy. How many orgasms does Dr. Oz recommend women should have each year in order to add five to seven years of life? I don't know, but you shouldn't take Dr. Oz's uh, <laughs> recommendations. Go see your own doctor. <laughs> Not a Hollywood. Not laundry. a Hollywood doctor? Um, I don't know. Yes. It's, wait, is it per day or per week? Year. Oh, per year. Oh, uh, how many days of the year? are uh, 365 how many orgasm? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. Uh, Two hundred. I don't know. That was no. That's the answer. Oh, is it really? Yeah. Oh, <laughs> dang girl. When your body has an orgasm, it produces great chemicals called serotonin and endorphins. These are the feel-good chemicals that help fight depression, curb cravings, whatever, boost your immune system, <laughs> burn calories, and make you look younger, longer. What? ever. Like I said, don't take Dr. Oz. Like, Did you know I'm really 85 years old? He's scrutinized for everything that <laughs> he does, and for good reason. That one, I'm like, yeah, okay, we're not done. Number okay. eight. How many times per week do doctors typically recommend a woman to use a vibrator? I don't know. Does it matter? Yes, of course it does. Otherwise, I wouldn't be here. <laughs> well, I mean, that Dr. Oz one was on there, but come on. People like Dr. Oz. How many times a week? Kind of. I'll give you a half a point. Two or more. The use of a vibrator promotes healthier blood flow, and again, those great chemicals that come with the resort of an orgasm, the healthier blood flow can potentially assist in preventing blood clots and heart disease. Look at that. You never knew. How many toys does Cosmo, because, you know, Cosmo magazine's amazing, recommend all women should have? You're close. Five. Why just one? Did you have one toy when you were a child? Of course not! Variety is the spice of life. I don't know. I feel like, well, I guess you're talking toys, not just one vibrator to another. It's the same thing. No? Well, (laughs) okay. Anyway. (laughs) (laughs) Mm. No. uh, The five recommended are land, sea, we, he, and g. Land. I don't want to know. Oh, yes, you do. Land. One for your bedroom. Sea. Something waterproof. We. Something to use with your partner. He something for him. And G, something for the G spot, because this is totally different than a regular toy. You could put E in there, too. Yee! <laughs> <E-mail>. know. <laughs> True or false, women who have a significant other do not need a toy. False. Very good. First person who can share the best reason why will receive <clears throat> a long time. Yes. <laughs> um, <coughs> okay. uh, I'm, I'm choking what? my daughter. Okay, what? Women who have a significant other right, do yeah. not need a toy. Oh. Yes. Why? Well, because you deserve to do your own thing too. Why do you need your significant other to do to help? What? What? What do they have to do with it? <laughs> <laughs> I wish I could. I wish I could see her face, the, the look of confusion and outrage. It's I'm angered. Like, why do people think that there's they need that because they have a significant other they don't deserve to, to. they can't do them together well they can yeah yeah that that, that, that was the whole point together oh, okay i was thinking <laughs> like oh you have a significant <laughs> other better go throw away your toys now you don't need them She's all herself <laughs> <laughs> they're mine Cause usually you have a more trusting relationship when you have a toy you communicate better and you tend to stay together longer let your partner use it on you prior to intercourse this is called foreplay foreplay helps even the playing even the playing field so that both parties are satisfied typically what is a man's second most popular fantasy i don't know i'm just thinking about my, my man i don't know if i want to say them because he would get upset <laughs> <laughs> His fantasies are up, up. But I mean, but he is a man and a lot of men think alike. I honestly have no idea. Their second most popular fantasy is to help or watch. Oh my, oh my gosh. Man. Do their thing. Yeah. Yep. Do you want to know what number one is? Anal? Nope. Really? Mm-hmm. Public sex? No. Mm. I don't know. Uh, T-R-E-E. T-R-E-E. T-H-R-E-E? Yep, that's Um, Treesome. Treesome! We love some Treesomes. <laughs> <laughs> Treesomes are great. I've got a three-year-old in here, so yeah. Why is it important not to let your toys touch each other? So, I'm going to tell you something, but you promised not to tell Dylan. Dylan's not going to listen to this. I know he's not. Right. He's Dylan. Um, A couple weeks ago, Dylan was saying how he texts me this. He's like, you know, it'd be really fun to get another woman in the room. And and he's like, not a man, though. And I'm just like, no. (laughs) Why is it that men want a threesome? I don't, I don't, I think it's just the visual of having two women together. But, like, I don't want to share him. Well, that and I'm not going to be naked in the room with another naked woman. I don't. And my husband won't see any. That doesn't bug me, but I'm not touching her and I'm not going to have her touch him. So what fun is that? Exactly. (laughs) Yeah, there there will be no... What what if she's hotter than me and he wants to look at her? Right. And then what? Like, I just had a baby. Like, I'm not ready to do anything. Right? (laughs) I know. It's like, yeah, no. Keep that as a fantasy because that's where it stands. Okay. So I know that people say, like, watching porn is a sin. Honestly, I don't really care. I just, I don't really care if that's what he needs to get his fantasy fix, whatever. Well, <laughs> it's one thing to watch it, it's another to want to, like, to ride right. it into the home. If it were actual porn, I'd be going, oh, no. <gasps> what? what? How? You shouldn't, huh? you shouldn't mimic porn, because it's all for show. Exactly. But, I mean, like, there's times when he's like, hey, you wanna, you know, and I'm like, no, I don't. I just had a really hard day. Go to the bathroom and... <laughs> <laughs> Go start a tub. I'm cool with it. He's cool with it. We're being cool addicted it. to it. It's not Good. like he's going to meet the actors, because that's what they are. Yeah. He's not going to go there and, and enjoy himself with them. And so. he's not expecting you to look or act like a porn star. Yeah. Either. So, anyway, that's kind of off topic. But. Nope. I like it. Okay. Last one, and then our podcast will be over... Okay. okay, here's your sign. So those of you that know Jeff Foxworthy, they have a whole, uh, him and bit Bill Ingval started this, um, here's your sign. And it's usually when people say, state the obvious and their theory is, you know, stupid people should wear a sign. So when you say something stupid, you should wear a sign and they go, here's your sign. So I had a week worth of, here's your sign in my household. And, uh, I, I am in here too. I did not, not put myself in here. Thankfully, my husband's in here more than I am. Okay. <laughs> This is from your dad. Zach, did you go to work today? As Zach's walking in, he is all covered in grease and grime. He's filthy. (laughs) Nope. Found a greasy, dirty engine and rolled around it all, uh, rolled rolled all over it for eight hours here's your sign um let's see uh, this is dad typing to me on my work messenger huh you at work nope thought I'd log on to my work I am while sitting on a beach here's your sign I'm all, uh my work messenger so yeah <laughs> I love this one this one didn't happen this one I just uh, saw a meme for it so I could okay. totally see it happening. Oh, are they twins? Nope, just saw one sitting in the parking lot and thought, why the hell not? I up, right, <laughs> here's your sign. Dad asking Chase, hey Chase, are you home from your mission stuff? As Chase walks in. Nope, just wanted to put on a suit and tie and ride the bus all day. I wanted to wear a suit and walk through the front door and big deal. do. Right, yep, nope. The boys, mom, you home from work? Nope. Decided to run a marathon after work in my scrubs before coming home. Here's your sign. Mom, you going to work? Nope. I just wanted to put my scrubs on for 10 hours of relaxation. Here's your sign. The boys with uh, Dad. Dad, are you making dinner? Nope. Wanted to cook and eat six hamburgers, make and eat an entire pasta salad and a veggie tray by myself. <laughs> Here's your sign. Mom, Dad, are you leaving? Nope. We're going to go take my purse for a walk. Here's your sign. And then this one's mine. Yep. I, I deserve this one. Austin, are you awake? Nope. I'm sleep gaming. <laughs> <laughs> I got my sign for that. So. Oh, you did that one? I, I did that funny. one. Yeah. I mean, I'm, I was doing laundry and Austin's in there playing the computer. Austin, you're awake? Nope. I'm sleep gaming all of that in just... one week. <laughs> uh, welcome to my household. You can send us your relationship confessions at spice It up Podcast at gmail. You can do it Facebook, Instagram. Or email. Or e- yeah. email. Yeah. Advice. Hey, if you want to send some here's your signs, because I like it. I think we should do more here's your signs. Okay. Until next time, signing off. And we'll see you again later, I hope. Oh, wait, before that, go uh, whatever um, you're listening. Yeah, whatever platform. uh, Subscribe to us, follow us. And if you can do a comment, comments boost us up in the charts helps keep us going. I promise we're not making any money, but we want to keep doing our podcast. It could be simple as A plus. You could do an F minus. Hey, I'll take a C. Whatever. It doesn't have to be long or lengthy, but if you could leave a comment on whatever platform you listen to and follow us, that would be greatly appreciated. Okay, guys, we'll see you later. Bye. Bye. Did you go poop? Is that why you're calling my name? I was ignoring you. <laughs> couldn't tell. Alright, come here. Let me walk your voice. You might take here. What? You I thought was... that Lala wasn't here. You couldn't hear her obnoxious laugh. <laughs> Lala is one of the loudest people I know. <laughs> <laughs> Truth. And I think I'm one of the quietest. Yeah, that's probably why I slam your doors. <laughs> You know everything in my life needs to be allowed, Ashley. Don't you know? <laughs> okay. You don't yep. flush that. Pull your door back up. Get back in your room. Oh, that okay. doesn't work. Okay. Bye. Yep. You're gonna throw that away. Flush it. 24, 24, no, don't turn it on because.